0: Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today, our guests are ourselves. <laughs> it's all about us, at least in
1: the beginning, because it's our anniversary. Happy Woo-hoo! anniversary. Happy anniversary, Martha. I can't believe we've been doing this for two years. You I know, cannot either. When we started out, our first episode was Halloween, of course, because mm-hmm. that's one of Nellie and I's favorite parts of living in the park cities. And we had no idea where this was going to go. And we're still doing it after two years. I
0: can't believe it. Exactly. And doing well. It is. And it's having going, so many fun guests. Oh, my gosh. And, you know. We've
1: met. Think about how many people we've met. We've had like over 100 people on the show and... Mm-hmm. Some, we've had the opportunity to meet some just really amazing people. And when we could, go to some great events. Oh, my gosh. And we were allowed. We miss those. Oh, we really do. But speaking of that, we are going to have a celebration at L. Bartlett on November 17th
0: in the evening, and we would love for you guys to come. We would, and we're going to do it safely. We're calling it a masquerade ball. <laughs> so you have to incorporate your mask into your outfit, and it's got to be part of the deal. So that way we figure we can have a few more people and open up the doors and be sort of semi-inside, semi-outside. And um, they have the best clothes, as we know. We all shop there. And they're, I'm sure they're going to do a discount, as per usual.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're going to have a contest for the best masks on the masquerade. But for those of you that haven't been to El Bartlett, just so you know, it's a very, very big store. So there's a lot of opportunity to really spread out and have your own space. So please join
0: us. Yeah, it's kind of like a loft. That's what we like about it. It's got really high <laughs> ceilings. They're a couple stories high and um, everything's spaced out. We'll have cocktails and appetizers and we'll do it, you know, the proper way. Absolutely. All protocols will be followed. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, if you're new to the show, like I said, Nellie and I's favorite time is Halloween. We love Pumpkin Day at UP Elementary. We love all the yard decorations,
0: all the costumes, and all the fun. We do. And this year's a little odd, Martha. Like, what we've been discussing (laughs) amongst our two selves, we've been discussing how do we give treats or tricks to little trick or treaters. The safe way. I know.
1: Like, everybody's grappling with the idea of how they're going to work it out. And I've seen a lot of comments on Facebook of just creative ways people are still going to get the candy to the kids but still maintain that distance. Like, one person is – well, no, several people actually, and I've seen this on Pinterest too, they're making, like, a candy luge. <laughs> where it's like a big PVC pipe, and they're going to, like, have it at an angle, and they're going to put the candy in and It's going to slide down into the kids' bags.
0: That's actually a really cute idea. I know it's genius, isn't it? It is. It's hilarious. My favorite is still my friends Irene and Steve, the parents, that they're just going to throw it at kids. (laughs) I don't know that they're gonna be very popular over there at the Barons. No, I think it I think it adds sport. I mean they they've got their yard decorated with everything and they're gonna be I think it's gonna be kind of fun. Like catch. Well, here's another thing that I've seen people say is they're
1: gonna attach candy to forks and stick it in the yards and so it's almost like an Easter egg hunt you run up in the yard and come grab a fork with the candy stuck
0: on it. That's a really good idea. I know,
1: see? You can do this, Mm Nellie. So it's just so funny because there's such a spectrum of comfort levels. Like even with my own inside my house is I'm pretty good with trick-or-treating with my kids going and Sean is not. So, you know, you just have to go with your gut and do what makes sense for you.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. So you're saying Sean is not comfortable, Sean. Sean's always behind us our what producer. kind of a face is he making Are you, right now my funny back one. my back is t- I like a mm-hmm. like what the heck um, you don't want your kids to go trick or treating no he's nodding no he does not uh Is that because he feels like they're going to touch the candy and everybody's going to have their little grubby hands in there? We haven't even sort of like a peanut dish at a bar, dirty peanut dish. (laughs) (laughs) Those those will never be around again, right? (laughs) Because they were so bad to begin with. It was always like. Should I eat those? But then you're like, Oh, it's five o'clock, I haven't eaten anything in a while. I am having a drink. I guess I'll dig in. Ew. <laughs> Not me. Those are so
1: disgusting. I know. Hey, here's another funny thing that I saw someone post is they're going to shoot candy at kids with a T shirt gun. How's that any different from
0: throwing candy at kids? It's That's like, the same thing. It seems a little aggressive, doesn't it? I think I'm going to shoot candy with a BB gun. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to my house. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: But now a lot of people have said that they're going to like make treat bags and put them on the sidewalk, on a table, and they'll be sitting up at their door, and they, that way they can see the kids in the cute costumes, but they still have that distance.
0: Well, and also you know, it's kind of like when you leave the the bucket outside when you have oh plans God. or something, and people take seventeen pieces of candy. To be so careful about we that. talked about
1: this last year, guys. Please stop it with the honor system. Honor system and candy do not go together. <laughs> <Do> not okay, <laughs> you're setting yourself up for such heartache, and. I don't want to see you posting on Park City's Chatter the day after Halloween saying, are these your kids? They took my whole bucket. It's going to happen. Okay, guys? It's your own damn
0: fault <laughs> if you put up a big bowl of candy and say, take one oh to a gosh. child.
1: It's, it's just not going to happen, guys. I, it, it Just stop it. Okay. It's like telling the moms <laughs> of Park Cities only have half a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good analogy. Yeah. See, ladies, that's not going to happen either. So stop it with the honor system. Not going to happen. So, you know, for people that aren't comfortable trick-or-treating, what do you think they can do? There's, like, other options of things that they could do that would be fun.
0: Well, I mean, I think we have little pods of groups that Mm -hmm. our kids hang out in. Yeah. So, of course, I mean, I was picturing, since I have a teenager and you do too, a 16-year-old, I was like, he'll probably ride around on bikes around the neighborhood, you know, checking out the decorations, checking out what's going on. I mean, that's kind of what he does anyway on a Saturday, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: um... I think a backyard movie would be fun. We do that sometimes mm-hmm. at our house, and we have such a fun time. Like, you wrap up in blankets and get all cozy. And, um, but like you said, some people call it the pandemic pod or their quarantine. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yes. like you did early on, you and some friends all agree that we we're going to only be around you, and mm-hmm. we know where we've all been. So, you know, that's your pandemic pod. Yes, it is my pen <laughs> My What did you call it? The Pan- quarantine or pandemic The quarantine pod. I like.
0: I like that. That's really cute. My quarantine. <laughs> That's right. In the house. That's a good T-shirt, right? <laughs> so,
1: hey, speaking of pumpkin day, they are having it tomorrow. Are they really? Friday.
0: So just masks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, I would imagine they probably don't want extra people like you and I probably would be frowned upon if we went meandering around there to go look at the pumpkins, but-
0: that would look a little weird uh-huh. anyway, just right. for us to just mosey on into <laughs> a, a, a grade school looking around. <laughs> I just, I miss
1: that. That was like my favorite thing at UP, just walking, the, the, those kids are so talented, like
0: we've said in years past, yeah. you know? Yeah, their parents, <laughs> <laughs> their
1: parents are, the, yeah, <laughs> parents, you've got to stop that.
0: No, I told you, I'll just remind you guys, because it's our third Halloween, but when we first arrived from LA, it was, you know, right? Pumpkin Day was one of the first holidays they had at UP. We're so excited, and Charles bought a little wonky jack-o'-lantern to the field in front of UP. And we were, like, so dismayed when we looked around and saw golf bags of little pumpkins oh and my God, I still Barbie houses and, you know, Barbie popping out of a cake. And oh it was a pumpkin. Gosh, I know. Well, they're so cute, though. But They are cute. you got you got to give credit. Then you understand Uh the tiger moms of our neighborhood, including all of us. Including all of us. <laughs> the overachievers, yes. if you
1: will. So I'm doing something really fun tonight. It's called The witches' Ride. Mm-hmm. And it's for the- um, How appropriate. Huc- I know, right? It's not going to be much of a stretch, is it? It's for the Huckleberry Foundation, which was started by a mom in our neighborhood. And it's a foundation to help Uh, families with special needs kids just with extra expenses and things like that so you pay your entry fee and you dress up like a witch and you ride your bike and you decorate your bike too like a broom or whatever you want to decorate it as and along the parade route families and their young kids will be along the street and you throw candy out
0: and where are you going to ride where are you riding?
1: It goes. It starts at Carruth Park. It goes all the way down to Curtis Park. It makes a big loop, and then it loops back around.
0: So it starts at Carruth uh, construction site, <laughs> and then it goes down <laughs> to, Kurt, to Curtis Park.
1: <laughs> no, not Curtis Park. It goes down to um, uh, like the courthouse. What's that park called? With the gazebo.
0: I know what you're talking oh my about. Gosh, That's where the like, Easter egg roll is. Yes. Gore Park. Gore Park, right? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Sean. I remember. So- yes, I <laughs> remember. Sean, he speaks. Yes. He speaks.
1: Gore, <laughs> Gore Park. So I think that's going to be really fun. Apparently, they've done it for several years, but this is the first time I've ever... Uh, and I'm
0: excited. I think that'll be fun. I'll be doing homework. But um, <laughs> um that sounds like fun. And you have to take pictures because I'm picturing oh, will, you like for sure the witch and the Wizard of Oz.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I won't be green. I'm not going to go that far out. But <laughs> I'm, I'm borrowing a friend's witch's hat because I don't have one. Emily Lewin? No. Um, Sarah, my friend Sarah.
0: Because everybody, you know, everybody in the neighborhood borrows costumes from Emily, right? <laughs> Emily, <laughs> you know. <laughs> She's got like a... Like a costume garage that's oh full of gosh. all kinds of costumes, and she
1: makes them herself, guys. Yeah,
0: they're pretty impressive. We
1: actually talked about her last year, and uh, we were talking about different houses that really go all out, and she mm-hmm. was one of them because she has a big setup in her circular driveway, and she gives out full size candy to her favorite homemade costumes. Mm-hmm. But we didn't give her address. We told you that she lives on Westminster somewhere. So somewhere, somewhere <laughs> on our <laughs> try street. Find us here. Good luck, kids. It's like a like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, well, it's definitely going
0: to be different this year, but I think we can still have fun. We can make the most of it. I guess so. You know, I think you're right. It's like you can't... Listen, I have a 16-year-old, so that's... Part of it was we don't have a little any littles anymore uh-huh. um part of it was that we were kind of outgrowing it anyway so it's not devastating cuz charles wasn't going to dress up in a costume and run around asking for candy so mm-hmm. we're not really missing the same thing what i'm missing is my big party that i have every oh, year oh yes and i thought about ways to have it and i just thought i don't know numbers are going up and i just thought i'm just not going to it's it's going to be freezing it's mm-hmm. not going to be warm. You know, we're, we're sadly missing that weather because, guys, we were so lucky. From the beginning of COVID, it was literally 80 degrees every single day, and then it got hotter, and then back to 80 degrees until now,
1: mm-hmm. just is, until now. So that's so eight months
0: of gorgeous weather until now.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like that uh, Dallas did do pretty well on the weather this year. Like, it, it took a while to get really hot this summer.
0: Yeah, and not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that. Not everybody has it. They... People who were holed up in New York City in their apartments with bad weather in March oh, were struggling a lot more than we were. Yeah. You know?
1: We have been lucky.
0: Watch it be 90 next week. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> it probably will be. I wouldn't be
1: surprised 100-degree
0: Thanksgiving is coming
1: up. <laughs> so since you're not having your party, what are you going to do Halloween night?
0: Um I think we're going to have our, what did you, quarantine, <laughs> a couple of people just come over and have cocktails. Yeah, well, I think, I I think mean, that's smart. That's smart. You can it. space out and make yeah. it safe that way. I mm-hmm. think that's great.
1: Um, yeah, we're, we're uh, against Sean's will. We're going to give out candy, but I think I'm just going to be like on my front porch and have a table in between me and the kids and hand it out with tongs.
0: I like the props you brought. Let's talk about the props <laughs> you brought. I see rubber gloves. <laughs> yeah, I brought rubber gloves. Want some candy? <laughs> no, but I'm, what are the rubber gloves for? For cool. Sean? No, because
1: this is, how, this is how, this is what we've come to.
0: When you touch Sean at night <laughs> in Ew. your rubber gloves. <laughs> You're like, give me a hug.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have gloves on, my mask, my tongs, and I'll be handing out candy.
0: Like, isn't that. it odd? <laughs> <laughs> she's tossing candy at me with tongs. And That's bl- what she's doing. blue rubber gloves on.
1: Well, you know.
0: And there's a hairbrush in there. Is that one of your or suits? <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> a used brush.
0: And masks with makeup on
1: them and candy. <laughs> So I can't control myself with candy like Twix. That's my favorite one right there. And yeah. my kids literally hide their candy from me. They're like, "Mom, we're just we're hiding it." I'm like, "Okay," but you know what? This year is different. I'm being healthy. I'm not going to eat it this year. And they're like, "Mm-hmm." And then I cave and I have one Twix, which leads to more.
0: But because they're little, <laughs> so you think, "Oh, they're little. I can have five of them," and it the, just equals half a bar. <laughs>
1: the fun side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I literally can't control myself. I love it. A Twix is
0: just the best. Um, I agree with you. Mine is Twizzlers, though. And it's <laughs> something about. I love Twizzlers. It's something about it reminds me of um, of like uh, craft services on a movie. They always have Twizzlers. They always have red licorice. Hmm. It's always there on every set, and so I kind of like it. It just sort of makes me feel like I'm actually working on a set all the time, which isn't true in normal times and most certainly isn't now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speaking of all of our foods we love or candies that we love, et cetera, and being on set, Back to our party. Guys, we are going to have food at the party. I'm not going to say who from, but we're going to have fancy foods like we did last time. And wine, which always attracts people. Um, And honestly, just with two years, Martha, it makes me really think about who our favorite guests have been along the way. I mean, all of them are favorites of ours, but some stand out because we learned something in particular, Yeah.
1: I have to say, I don't feel like we've ever had a bad one or anyone that was difficult or anything like that. Like I always feel like we learn something when we meet our guests and we talk to them. But I'm going to say, like one of my most favorite ones was definitely Tracy Walder that wrote Unexpected Spy. I mean, how many times do you get a chance to visit with somebody that is a former CIA CIA and FBI agent that happens Mm -hmm. to be a mom in our
0: neighborhood? I, I agree. That was really just, interesting. And a great writer. Oh, my gosh. That book
1: was wonderful. If mm-hmm. you guys haven't read it yet, you really need to. And give it out as gifts to friends and whoever, because it really it is good. Like, men love the book, women, everybody. It appeals to everyone. And it, And she's such a good role model for young women, I feel like, uh, because she really shows you that you can do anything that you want to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Well, I have to say, Ember Fletcher, I love. Oh, my god! Just because of what she represents, um, a family of of Carnies. <laughs> the history of the Texas State Fair oh and how she gosh. carried on her grandfather's and father's and family's tradition and the joy that she takes in her job. She she,
1: she just has so much pride in that business she and does. they are, they are doing such a phenomenal job. Especially once the State Fair got canceled, they got out there with that food truck and they were
0: booking events like pretty much every day. They were all over the city. They really they really have been doing that and I just If you guys follow her on Facebook or anywhere else, like just Instagram, she just is so much fun. She's fun to follow. She always looks adorable. She's always doing something fun, and she's always kind of bringing joy to people with food. Yes. Which works. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I love her. So I'm also going to say, I loved,
1: and this was just so recently, as last week, (laughs) the mayor of Highland Park, Margo Mm -hmm. Goodwin. Mayor Margo. Mayor Margo. she was a doll, and... I really enjoyed hearing everything she had to say about the history of HP and how much it hasn't changed. (laughs) Yes, at all. At all. But she's just, she was so lovely and I really had a good time talking with her. Well, she had such a sense of humor
0: about things. Yes. And um, so bright. And so, like, attractive and just, I always love, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I always love when I meet women who are a few steps ahead of me uh-huh. in the world mm-hmm. and thinking, gosh, I wonder if I can be like her in X amount of years.
1: Right. You it, know? It, it absolutely gives you hope that, you know what, it doesn't matter what age you are. It's all in your in your head, you know, what, what you make of it. And you can be as youthful as you want mm-hmm. mentally and do as much as you want. Like, I just think that's so wonderful that she's
0: the mayor. I agree. She's like a great mentor. And that's what I mean. You look, you look to her and say, gosh, look at what she's accomplished. And she became mayor, not when she was 25 or 35. <laughs> that's you know? right. And, we're you not know, giving ages away, but we're just saying.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she's another one that I think is just a really great role model to, to mm-hmm. young girls is again, that these are two different jobs that you would traditionally think a male would hold. And here we all have these powerful women that are in those spots. And it just
0: it, it really makes me happy. Mm hmm. Another one of my favorites is always going to be Ron Corning, one of my best friends. He's our longest-running guest. He is our longest-running guest. He's very proud of that title. (laughs) He helped us at Cattle Barons. He's helped us out at every event. He always just jumps in, and he's on the CW now, uh, and he just... Always has something fun to say and informative to contribute.
1: He has the best stories. Like if you guys ever meet him, he's just so fun to talk to. And he's just a breath of fresh air. And he can talk about the the TV industry and tell you about that. He's just an overall great guy. And I'm so I'm very excited that you introduced me to him because I
0: really have enjoyed getting to know him. Well, and also, he's another guy, not from Dallas, Uh who embraced Dallas when he moved here nine years ago and totally jumped in hook, line, and sinker. Remember our capers of... Sneaking into the VIP at Cattle Barons, you know. (laughs) And he knows everybody. He knows everybody. Mm -hmm. That's how you get away with something like that, by knowing everybody. (laughs) Well,
1: so you mentioned Cattle Barons. I'm going to have to say that that literally being there live was so amazing. It just – it gives me chills to think about it now because I literally had never been. And I always wanted to go – I had an image in my head of what what it was going to look like. And it exceeded it, way over-exceeded my expectations. I mean, that event – is just over the top. So many people are there. So many things going on. Great food, great entertainment. It just, I, I was so thankful that we got to do that. And hopefully we will get to be there again next time it is in person.
0: I know. I'm really hoping to have events again, like big events, real events. I
1: know. You know? I know. We both um, miss
0: that so much. I, yeah, I do. And that was one of my favorites, too. I agree with you. We had so many interesting guests. Remember the high rollers that came on? Oh, my and gosh. Had, I don't know, spent so much money on some- <laughs> Something like cow flying with the cowboys, yeah, whatever,
1: yeah, yes, I know. Ron kept going out and wrangling guests for us to interview. Yeah, he uh, he just knows all the
0: the greatest people out there. Next year we'll give him a lasso <laughs> and he can just literally like hook people in. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. Okay, another one of my favorites was Shay Sides, oh, who is yes. the woman who preps your daughter for getting into a sorority. Yes, and I say that because at Yale we didn't have sororities and mm-hmm. fraternities, so. um To me, that was like baptism (laughs) into our neighborhood, to hear... Because trust me, if I had a daughter, I'd be hiring her in five seconds because I was like, oh, that's great. She knows how to do this. It's Uh like hiring a college person to help you get your college, your college applications done for your kid, Mm -hmm. et cetera. She really had, she knew exactly how to figure out what a girl, where she would fit in. She wasn't trying to aim for just this sorority or that one. She was very equitable about it. Mm -hmm. But I really thought that was, like I said, just really interesting because it was real Texas culture for me.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, she's so knowledgeable and so much is, changed since I went through Rush, and um, it's a lot more complicated, and I think that you'd be smart to hire somebody to help you out with the process. There's so much paperwork, and, you know, each school has... Several sororities to apply to like 10 or 10 or more. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of work. So it makes sense to have somebody help you out.
0: Yeah. And also you want them to focus on their work, right? So this helps. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They need to focus on their homework versus filling out applications. That's for sure. Well, I look forward to all the many other guests we will have on our show. Yes. In the upcoming year.
1: Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get a hundred more under Mm -hmm. our belt. And um, yeah, we have had such a great time. I've, I've loved doing this
0: me too. It's been great. Ever since the day that Martha and Sean walked up to my front yard and just said, hey. <laughs> We have an idea. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We just live one block apart.
1: That's literally how it all
0: happened. So like, funny. I think actually like four houses, maybe five. Maybe five. I think it's five. Okay. I counted one time just so we'd have an accurate <laughs>
1: count there. <laughs> well, um, I guess we could end with talking about safety on Halloween. So I have to take Alexis to school at 6.30 a.m. every morning mm-hmm. to for Belle's practice. And it is pitch black out there. And I can't tell you, almost every single day, there's some guy out there running, and he's dressed in all black. He doesn't have one bit of reflective gear Uh on.
0: And you almost run him on. I have almost hit him several
1: times. And then someone posted just this week that they almost did the same thing early in the morning like that. But the person
0: had a stroller with a kid inside. So, I mean, put some reflective gear. Get those glow sticks out. I'm guessing that was just a really tired parent who had been up all night with a crying kid and it was like, I'm walking him around the block. Yeah, could, the
1: poor little kid could have had colic or something, and you're right. They were just delirious.
0: Well, guys, it has been two years. that has been a great two years, and we're so looking forward to another year. We've survived COVID together. Oh, my goodness. Together, the two of us, the three of us, and, and all of you out there. And you know we we found Zoom, we found different ways to do this, <laughs> and we will continue to find really fun things to do in the upcoming year.
1: Absolutely. So be sure and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bubble Lounge Podcast, and sign up to get text messages so you can get so you can get the latest news
0: from us by texting three one three one three one with the word Bubble. And we hope to see you all on November seventeenth at L. Bartlett and Snyder Plaza from five to seven. And uh, we will make sure we remind everybody about that. So.
1: Absolutely. And guys, we don't want to hear any of those last minute excuses that we heard last time. We had so many people that sent us text at the last minute and gave us all sorts of funny reasons of why they couldn't come. And we're creating a coffee table book with all the excuses that we hear from
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a bathroom book, but it, it, it's going to have <laughs> nasty things about you. <laughs> exactly. So just show up and celebrate with us. No excuses. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo.
1: And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next time.